So I am the second of four girls. As is expected in all families, especially one when we had three teenage girls living under one roof at the same time, it is fair to say that we experienced a lot of sibling rivalry. The number one thing that we fought over? Clothes. My sister Kate, my older sister Kate, she loved to shop and I loved to wear her clothes before she wore them. <laughs> she, got to, she had to leave for school a little bit earlier than me and so I was able to sneak into her closet and get those clothes. But the number two thing that we fought over was trying to get our parents' attention, especially the attention of our father who worked so much. As we have aged, we have become much better at sharing our clothes. But to be honest, we still really fight for our parents' attention, and it's something that I personally still really struggle with. One of the main reasons that Stacy and I chose to do this sibling rivalry series is because it gives us insight into the most intimate and personal of our relationships, and as people of God, we must pay attention to these. We really must be aware of the health or the lack thereof of the relationships within our family because it is in these relationships especially that God's kingdom on earth is revealed. It's in these relationships that God desires to give all of us abundant life. And so for today, we turn to the story of Jacob and his sons, the coat of many colors. Y'all know this story, so I invite you to hear it anew this day. Here now from the book of Genesis chapter 37. Jacob settled in the land where his father had lived as an alien, the land of Canaan. And this is the story of the family of Jacob. Joseph, this is one of his sons, being 17 years old, was shepherding the flock with his brothers. He was a helper to the sons of Bilhah and Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought a bad report of them to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any other of his children because he was the son of his old age and he had made him a long robe with sleeves. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Once Joseph had a dream and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said to them, listen to this dream that I dreamed. There, there we were, binding sheaves in the field. Suddenly, my sheaf rose and stood upright. Then your sheaves gathered around it and bowed down to my sheaf. His brother said to him, are you indeed to reign over us? Are you indeed to have dominion over us? So they hated him even more because of his dreams and his words. He had another dream and told it to his brothers saying, look, I have had another dream. The sun, the moon, and even the stars were bowing down to me. But when he told it to his father and to his brothers, his father rebuked him and said to him, what kind of dream is this that you have had? Shall we indeed come, I and your mother and your brothers, and bow to the ground before you? So his brothers were jealous of him. 
but his father kept the matter in mind. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So is jealousy always a bad thing? You know, in the Hebrew Bible, our Old Testament, we are told that our God is a jealous God. God gets jealous because the people of Israel, they're choosing to worship other gods. So maybe jealousy isn't always a bad thing. I think jealousy is an indicator. You feel it well up within you and you, you sense something is not right with a relationship. It's what do we do with that jealousy? Jealousy can actually lead to stronger bonds when people are honest with one another and name that they're feeling something not quite right with the relationship. But what makes jealousy a bad thing is when that that something, that indicator rises up within you and you keep it quiet. You keep it internal and you turn it inward and then before you know it, without that person even being aware of it, you're in conflict with them. There's been some type of disruption to the relationship. You see, the Holy Spirit of God, which is in each one of us, the Holy Spirit is always wanting to do more in our relationships. Bring us more connected. Allow us to offer more compassion. For there to be more love in all of our relationships. And friends, this means more vulnerability, more honesty, and a whole heck of a lot more humility. The antidote to jealousy is humility. There's three groups in this text. First are those that are in power. These are the Jacobs in our lives. You see, the seeds of jealousy in the children, they began with the father. We're told that the reason Joseph is Jacob's favorite is because he was the son of his old age. Now in Israel, any son would have been something that would have elevated a man to feel better about himself. But to have one, even when you're old, how prolific, how generative. This was a point of pride for Jacob. This was a point of pride to the point that he puffed up his own chest without considering what it would do to the rest of his children. Well, I know most interpretations of this text have always focused on Joseph's total lack of self-awareness, just absolutely sharing things that he shouldn't have shared. What I see today is a parent boosting and basing his own self-esteem on the success of one of his children. Whether within one's own family, amongst brothers or sisters, or between adult friends, boosting and basing one's self-esteem on the success of our children, it just creates very fertile ground for jealousy. In God's kingdom, no one is elevated by stepping on the shoulders of someone else. In God's kingdom, everyone is gifted, and all of the gifts are celebrated and highlighted. In God's kingdom, no gift or talent is better than the other. In God's kingdom, the measuring stick for success is not determined by what the culture says is successful, 
but by what pleases the heart of God. And what is it that pleases the heart of God? Micah 6, 8. But to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with our God. But then there's also the, the Josephs, the ones in our lives that actually really get the success. There needs some humility from those as well. The text reads, Joseph brought a bad report of his brothers to his father. At first reading, it seems like Joseph is just a tattletale. But looking closer, we discover of the favoritism that Joseph's father Jacob had for him, and he knew it. He knew he was the favored son. Why? Well, his father had made him a special robe with long sleeves. Not that any 17-year-old wanted their dad to make them clothes, but he, for some reason, is the only one to have received this special robe. He also knew that he was going to be more successful than any of his brothers. He had this gift. It had given him a vision. He was going to be on top, and he chose to rub it in their faces. In God's kingdom, the first is last, and the last is first. In God's kingdom, there is no room for boasting because everyone is just trying to boost others up. We're torn down enough in this world. In God's kingdom, we are lifting one another up. In God's kingdom, those who exalt themselves, they will be humbled. And those who humble themselves will be exalted. In God's kingdom, the measuring stick for success is not determined by the lack of success of others, but by what pleases the heart of God. And what is it that pleases the heart of God? But to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. But then there's the brothers. There needs to be humility even from the ones who feel or were made to feel less than. These are the ones we feel so bad for in the story. I mean, the brothers were jealous, and it seems rightfully so. They were jealous of this relationship that their father, for some reason, had with their brother Joseph. But what they chose to do was to keep that jealousy within. And they all turned inward, and that jealousy led to hatred. And they hated their brother for it. They should have hated their father. Jealousy like this, it only hurts the person who is jealous. I don't think the dad had a clue. Notice that Joseph is totally oblivious. One might say a, a person with no to little self-awareness that his brothers are hurting. I mean, if he knew that he was hurting the brothers, would he have gone back and told them the second dream? What would have happened if the brothers went to their father and to their brother and they named, your behavior is making me jealous. What's happening here, I, it makes me feel jealous. Gosh, that would have taken incredible humility. It almost makes me feel uncomfortable to picture men saying that to one another. In God's kingdom, even when we have been wronged, which they have been wronged, we are, we are asked to forgive 70 times, seven times. In God's kingdom, we labor for our family relationships to be at peace, even when we are not the ones who caused the conflict. 
In God's kingdom, the right thing, the faithful thing is to do what pleases the heart of God. And what pleases the heart of God but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with our God. So, I mean, I couldn't have planned it any better. So this past week, something happened with my parents and my siblings. My parents have decided they're going to move, and they've decided they're going to move to the city where my two younger siblings live. Ooh, jealousy surfaced. I'm just being honest. At first, it was real ugly. There was a little bit of the brother's hatred in me, tears, anger, confusion, hurt, discomfort. But as I named it out loud, I told Stacy, I told my husband, I told one friend, I had to humble myself to share it because no one wants to admit that they're jealous. It led to something that I did not expect at all. And it led to this facing the truth that having my parents' age, well, I'm just going to say it, and I apologize for using this word, but having my parents' age sucks. And I hate it. But it led me and Charlie to realize that spending time with our parents, it should be more of a priority. The root reason of my jealousy was that my parents have that time with my sisters. And I still do. I am still jealous, but I am going to humble myself, name it, even to them, and then do what I can to spend time with them, to work on that relationship. Because in the kingdom of God, I am going to labor to make sure that those relationships in my family are peaceable. May it be so in my life and in yours.